You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And welcome back. We're just about set for first pitch. Let's give you the starting defensive lineup for Florida Atlantic, and then we'll give you their batting order as they come up in the bottom half of inning number one. Their pitcher is Hunter Cooley. He is a grad uh, student, uh, fifth-year senior, with a record of two and three. He has been their Friday night starter for both uh, the last two years, coming in with a 4.60 earned run average in 31 and a third innings. He's allowed 38 hits and 16 earned runs. He'll be making his sixth appearance and sixth start of the season. He has allowed three home runs. And uh, the statistic that really jumped out and caught my attention, he has issued only one walk all season in 31 and a third innings. He has struck out 22, and opponents hitting 292 against this left-hander, Hunter Cooley. Cooley was their Friday night starter in every game or every series last year, and he'll face J.T. Mabry, who takes a cut at the first pitch and misses. We're underway at 6.31 here in Boca. That's Boca time. Line to center, a base hit for Mabry. On the second pitch from Cooley, J.T. Mabry extends his hitting streak to 17 games with a sharp single to center field. And the Raiders have the leadoff man on here in the first inning. Gino Abros will step in, the right fielder. Gino, a transfer from Austin P, carries a 4.35 average into the game. This is his sixth start. He came into that Western Kentucky series and made a big splash with the bat, and uh, it's earned him another start. Mabry leads from first and draws a throw from Cooley. The catcher is uh, Caleb Pendleton for FAU. Around the infield, they'll have Jackson Ross at third, Armando Albert at short, Dalton Frank at second, Nolan Samuel at first. Double play ball, hit to the shortstop. Throw to first is good as uh, in time as Averos bounces into a 6-3 double play. The shortstop, Albert, took it himself, tagged the bag, and threw to first to complete a 6-3 double play. So quickly... Two outs here in the first inning, and Brett Coker will stand in. Coker hitting 358. First pitch is a strike. Abros went after the first pitch from Cooley. Mabry swung at the second pitch to get his hit, and this pitch hits Coker in the left arm. So Brett hit by a pitch. will go down to first base. Two outs and a runner at first for Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd, 3.57. And the first pitch is a swing and a foul, strike one. No balls and one strike. Another throw to first and the runner back. 
Briggs Rudder is the on-deck hitter for the Raiders. Cooley takes uh, time to tie a, shoes, a shoelace. I think we're getting a play-by-play -play over the public address system here. I hear it in the background. That may be the ESPN feed. There's the ball hit up the middle. That's a base hit. And stopping at second will be Coker. The Raiders have runners at first and second with two outs. So Boyd, a sharp single up the middle. And Briggs Rudder will be the batter. No score. We're in the top of the first inning. Raiders and the Florida Atlantic Owls. First game of a three-game weekend series. Cooley, the left-hander, comes set and delivers a pitch high and outside for ball one. Rudder hitting 3-11. Looking for that first home run of the season. He has driven in six runs. The pitch. And runner hits it to left field and deep. That's going to be over the left fielder's head. And that one is going to be gone. That is a three-run homer. And I just uh, had gotten the words out of my mouth. And he was looking for that first home run. And by golly, there it is to left field deep. And the Raiders take an early 3-0 lead here at FAU. That home run scoring Coker and Boyd ahead of Rudder. That is an Old South Properties home run and a big first inning blow for the Blue Raiders. And that will bring up D.J. Wright. Now Wright is the home run leader for the Raiders with five of them. Takes the first pitch in for a strike. And strike two is called, so quickly Cooley is ahead. Two strikes. Raiders have touched him for a couple of singles and a home run here in the first inning. Pitch fouled away, and the count will hold at 0-2. Left-hander pitches high and outside for a ball. DJ hitting 299. Just a shade under 300 for this right-handed hitter. Lines it down the right field line. That's a base hit. Wright will take the turn at first and hold on as the right fielder, Milan, gets the ball in quickly. That is the Raiders' fourth hit here in the inning. And they lead by a score of three to nothing. Here's Jackson Galloway, seventh man to bat in the inning. Jackson got off to a slow start this year. He's been ringing that batting average up. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Jackson now at 246. And he too is looking for his first home run of the season. Let's see if we can work magic twice. Ground ball foul outside the bag at first. And it is 0-2 to Galloway. Galloway, a native of Kansas City. On the Missouri side. Check of the runner. High for a ball. Count goes to one ball and two strikes. 
And the left-hander delivers high ball two. Two and two. Two outs, three runs in here in the top of the first inning. Raiders with a three-nothing lead. Galloway hits one to the right side through the hole. That's a base hit into right center. And the ball gets past the center fielder and advancing over to third will be D.J. Wright. Wright was going to stop at second, but when the ball got past the center fielder, who was coming over into right center to try and cut it off, Wright advanced over to third, so Galloway with a base hit. And that is the fifth hit in the inning off Cooley, who is their normal Friday night starter and their most reliable pitcher. He was... Uh, Named to the all-conference second team last year and was a preseason all-conference selection this year. Having kind of a rough go of it here in the first inning. So first and third, two outs for Gabe Jennings. Jennings steps in. Leading the team and runs batted in with 21 and takes a look at the first pitch. It is a strike called. Checked his swing. I think that pitch was a strike anyway. Gabe hitting 269. Swings and fouls this one out of play. I'm outside the press box here at FAU, which is a good thing because it's tiny and cramped. But uh, I'm also very vulnerable to foul balls. The runner takes off for second, no throw. As Galloway will steal second base. Catcher Pendleton faked to throw to second. With that runner on third, he was not taking a chance. And the count one and two to Jennings takes ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Gabe. Luke Vincent on deck. Raiders trying to bat around here in the first inning. Leading three to nothing, runners second and third. And the pitch is just outside, ball three. Home plate umpire's Thomas Newsom. First base umpire is Jake Botek, and Brian Clark is the third base umpire today. Full count to Jennings, and he fouls it out of play to the right. Back over our heads. The wind here is out of the east, southeast. It's blowing left to right. So Rudder hit it into the face of a pretty stiff breeze when he hit that home run. Another foul ball out of play. So Cooley's going to have to make another 3-2 pitch. Their outfield will have Goldstein in left, DeBose in center, Milan in right, and a swing and a foul straight back. They apparently did not charge an error to the center fielder when Wright took an extra base on the hit by Galloway. So... Scoreboard's still showing no errors. J. 
Jennings has fouled off four straight and fouls off another one. He is making Cooley work a little harder here in the first inning. And you know Cooley would like nothing better than to get back in that dugout. He's had a rough go of it here in the first. The Raiders trying to take advantage of a couple of more runners in scoring position. Another 3-2 pitch coming. Swung on, hit in the air to right center field and deep. DuBose is back near the warning track. He will haul it in for out number three. And that is all for the Raiders, but a very productive top of the first inning as the Raiders score three runs. They pick up five hits in the inning and leave two men in scoring position. So the score after... One half inning here, Middle Tennessee three and FAU coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Play here, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the bottom of the first inning here in Boca Raton with the Raiders leading three to nothing. As freshman pitcher Patrick Johnson has been staked to an early lead. Johnson out of the Chattanooga area and the Baylor School there, 6'2, 185. He is a freshman and making his seventh appearance and first start of the season. He's 1-0 with a 3.52 earned run average. He's pitched seven and two-thirds innings, allowed seven hits and three earned runs. Has not given up a home run. Has walked three, struck out five, and opponents hitting 250 against Patrick Johnson. Delivers the first pitch. It's a line drive to right. That is in for a hit. Armando Albert, the shortstop. And the leadoff man for the Owls jumped on that first pitch with a sharp single to right field. It is Albert. Hardigan, the DH, will be the next hitter. Then Shamuel, their leading hitter, will hit third. Jackson Ross, the third baseman, fourth. Goldstein, fifth. Pendleton hits sixth. Milan, seventh. Frank, eighth. And DeBose in the number nine spot. That's the way they line up for the veteran coach, John McCormick. There's a swing and a miss by Hardigan. Senior D.H. Hardigan with a 286 average coming in. The first three batters in the order for the Owls all hit from the left side. Johnson checks the runner, throws to first. Pretty good move. Quick move by the freshman, Patrick Johnson. 
So head coach Jerry Meyer showing a lot of uh, a lot of faith in Patrick Johnson, moving him to a starting position in the first game of a road conference series. Runner leads at first. The pitch line to short, picked up there by Coker. Can't get the throw to first in time, but a nice grab by Brett Coker at shortstop. His momentum carried him into the outfield grass, and he had to kind of throw up his back foot. He was going to try to double that runner off first, but the first out is recorded on a line drive to Coker, and with one out, the batter is Nolan Shanuel. Now, here's the leading hitter in Conference USA with a 458 average. Big left-handed hitter. Holds that bat high over his left shoulder as Johnson delivers, and the pitch caught the inside corner. Strike one. Johnson coming inside to Shandle, who has a 958 slugging percentage, nine home runs. That also leads the conference. Throw to first, runner back. One on, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Raiders on top, three to nothing. Johnson, the right-hander, delivers ground ball to short and off Coker into center field. The runner's going to turn and advance to third, and that was a tailor-made double play ball. That will be an E6. Albert, the runner at first, moves over to third, and Shanuel on on the arrow. That will bring up the third baseman, Jackson Ross. So the Raiders misplay a double play ball here, and the result, runners first and third with one out. Here's Ross. Johnson, breaking ball outside, ball one. First and third, one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Johnson out of the stretch, delivers high and inside, ball two. Johnson's got a good live arm. He pitched twice in the Western Kentucky series last weekend. Both out of the bullpen, of course. Pitch to the plate is a good slider caught the outside corner. Two balls and a strike. Johnson pitched an inning, gave up a couple of runs in the Sunday game, but the Raiders hung on to win it. He also pitched two-thirds of an inning on Friday last week, giving up no runs. Strike two is called. Throw to second. The runner is going to be safe. As Samuel steals second base. It was a close play. But he got there just ahead of the tag. So runners will be at second and third with one out. That's his seventh stolen base of the season. He also leads the team in that department. Two balls, two strikes. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Luke Benson back. 
He's got room out there, and he'll make the catch. The runner at third tags. He will come in to score, and it's a three-to-one game. Ross with a sacrifice fly. Hit fairly deep into right center. Hauled in by Luke Benson. No chance to get the runner at the plate. The runner at second base also advanced to third after the catch. Batter is Dylan Goldstein. He's the left fielder and a left-handed hitter. A 337 average. And the pitch low and inside, and it brushed him. Did not hit him solidly. Brushed his uh, uniform pants down around the ankle. So Goldstein hit by a pitch will go to first base. First and third, two outs. Batter is the catcher, Caleb Pendleton. A right-handed batter has a home run. Four runs batted in on the season with a 297 hitter, 297 average for the right-hand hitter. Johnson with the pitch and swung on and missed. Good breaking ball. Nothing in one to Pendleton. So the error, you can't anticipate a double play, of course, so the error did wind up costing the uh, Raiders a run. Quick throw to first, the runner back. This is not a team that steals a lot of bases, although they have swiped one here in the first inning. The pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air to left field and deep. Going back, Galloway looking up, and that one is gone. That is a three-run homer. And we'll put the Owls on top by a score of four to three. And for Pendleton, the home run number two on the season. A deep shot to left field. And the batter is Jake Millen, the right fielder. So we've had a pair of three-run home runs in the first inning of this game. There's a ball hit deep to center, but Benson's got room. Backs up a couple of steps, takes it for out number three, and the inning is over. But for the Owls in the inning, four runs, they pick up only two hits in the inning. There was an error, and nobody left. We have completed one full inning of play. It's Florida Atlantic 4, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. 
I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, what a first inning. Raiders score three on a three-run home run by Briggs Rudder. FAU comes back with four. And they had a three-run home run in in that inning by their catcher, Caleb Pendleton. So the catchers for both teams swinging a bat tonight. First pitch is a strike to Luke Benson and a swing and a miss. And Cooley quickly had strike two. Hunter Cooley starting his second inning. Got to feel pretty good about uh, his teammates giving him a one-run lead. Pitch is low and outside. One ball and two strikes to Benson. Luke hitting 310. He's out of Oakland High School. Cooley's pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. First strikeout of the game is recorded by Hunter Cooley with a lefty-lefty matchup. Strikes out Luke Benson. Here's J.T. Mabry led off the Raiders' first inning with a single. And was erased on a double play, or the Raiders would have done more damage in the inning. Pitch to Mabry, low for ball one. Swinging a fly ball to left field. That one's well hit. Left fielder going back near the warning track and hauls it in in deep left center field. Mabry gave it a pretty good ride. But out for the second out of the inning. Gino Ebros, who bounced into that 6-3 double play, in the first inning, we'll stand in. Cooley's pitch, a strike at the knees. Nothing and one. Comes right back and delivers outside. One ball and one strike. Strike, letter high fastball comes in one and two now. Two outs, bases empty. Swung on a miss, strike three. And a quick one, two, three inning in the second inning for Hunter Cooley and the Owls. Nothing across for the Raiders. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. It's FAU four, Middle Tennessee three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. For FAU, Dalton Frank, the second baseman, will lead it off. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Boca Raton. Dalton Frank swings at the first offering by Patrick Johnson and fouls it out of play, strike one. Frank making only his fourth start of the season and 13th appearance. Three out of 17 for a 176 average coming into this game. Right-handed hitter. Fouls this one back this way and over the press box. Out of play. Two strikes the count. Jalen DeBose, the number nine hitter, is on deck for the Owls, who lead it four to three. Pitch in the dirt outside. One and two to Frank. He's not a big guy. Stands in there with a one ball, two strike count. Patrick Johnson's pitch hit him in the left shoulder. That is the second batter hit by pitch by Patrick Johnson here in his first collegiate start. Leadoff man is on, and the batter is the number nine hitter, Jalen DeBose. They got a right-handed batter. Center fielder comes in hitting 217. As Johnson will pitch out of the stretch now with a runner at first. Breaking ball in for a strike. Albert, the shortstop, the leadoff hitter, is waiting to hit next. FAU leading 4-3 in the bottom of the second inning. Throw to first, and the runner back. Gabe Jennings at third, playing up on the edge of the grass, and we are playing on real grass here. Johnson comes set, and the breaking pitch is outside. One and one. If there was any doubt that we were not playing on real grass last night uh, in the middle of the Raiders batting practice, the sprinkler systems came on. Everybody got a free shower. And it took a while to find the turnoff valve. 
One ball and one strike. Pitch to the plate, swung on, chopped foul down the left side. Count will go to one and two on DeBose. So Patrick Johnson pitched in tough luck in that first inning. With one out and a runner on first, Shanuel hit a double play ball to short. Coker had it kick off his glove and go into center field, and then things started to unravel a bit. There's a foul out of play to the right. After a sacrifice fly by Ross, plated a runner from third, Dylan Goldstein hit the ball out of the, or Dylan Goldstein was hit by a pitch, and Pelton, the catcher, hit the ball out to left field for a three-run homer and a 4-3 to three lead. That's the way we stand here in the bottom of the second inning. Toss over to first again, trying to hold the runner close. Johnson comes set. The pitch is high, 2-2. Two and two. So Patrick... The freshman out of Chattanooga making his first collegiate start tonight, although he's appeared in six games previously. Two balls and two strikes. The pitch swung on and popped up down the right field line. It's a foul ball. D.J. Wright chasing it, and so is Mabry, but neither one can get there. A lot of foul ground down the both the left field, both the first base and third base side. And again, down in the right and left field corners, there's still plenty of room out there for an outfielder to make a play if he can get there. Right just couldn't get to that retaining fence in time. 2-2 two, two the count on DeBose. Another snap throw to first. That one was in the dirt, stopped by D.J. Wright. Two-two pitch, swung on, popped foul. That's out of play. Coming back this way. Clucks in the stands and a fan on one hop makes the catch. Yeah, is inspecting the baseball now for any damage. He's not going to throw it out if there is damage. He's going to keep that one. Here's Johnson's pitch. It's ground ball, left side. Jennings has it over to second. Out, throw to first, safe. They get the lead runner at second. Jennings to Mabry. Four out number one. And DeBose hitting into a force play is on at first with one out. Better is Armando Albert. Before I could tell you anything about him in the first inning, he singled sharply to right field. I will tell you he is the starting shortstop and a left-handed hitter. And a 240 batting average coming in. Throw to first, runner back. I don't think we have the throw to first restrictions uh, in college baseball that they put into the major leagues this year. Pitches outside to Albert, ball one. We do have the uh, 
the restrictions on uh, time between pitches. Here's the pitch by Johnson. Missed time. There is no electronic uh, device showing the time that the pitcher has to throw the ball, but uh, we understand the base umpire keeps that on a stopwatch. Two balls, no strikes, throw to first, a little bit high, and DJ has to get off his feet to get that one. 2-0 the count to Albert. Pitch misses high for ball three. Albert is out of Plantation, Florida. Hit 251 for the Owls last year. Made 55 starts at shortstop for them. There's the strike, and it's 3-1. and one. Runner at first is DeBose with one out. Another throw to first, and he's back. FAU leading 4-3. We're in the bottom of the second inning. Boca Raton. Here's the pitch. It is strike two called as Albert thought it was outside, started to first base. Full count now, three and two. Head coach John McCormick still coaching third base. He's in his 15th year as the head man here. His 33rd year overall on the staff here at Florida Atlantic. The pitch to the plate, ground ball to third. Jennings has it on one knee, throws to second, over to first, in time for the double play. That is a 5-4-3 twin killing, and that will end inning number two for the Owls. No runs, no hits, and with the double play, nobody left. We completed two full innings. It is FAU 4, Middle Tennessee 3, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we take this game to the third inning with FAU leading 4-3. Raiders will have the three, four, five hitters coming up. Coker, Boyd, and Rudder 
against left-hander Hunter Cooley. Delivers a first pitch, and it's fouled out of play to the right by Brett Coker. Coker was hit by a pitch in the first inning, came around to score on the home run by Briggs Rudder. Line drive, that's in for a base hit. Solid line drive, single to center field. Gets the Raiders off to a good start here in the third. And that is hit number six off Cooley, who gave up five hits in that first inning. The Raiders were only able to get three runs out of that inning, left two men in scoring position. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. He's single to center in that first inning. Takes the strike called. Boyd, the grad senior, a transfer from Presbyterian College in South Carolina. Swinging a foul back, and the count goes to 0-2. Boyd leads the team in walks. In fact, he has uh, just as many walks as he has strikeouts. Swung on, fouled out of play. When you look at a baseball stat sheet, uh, one of the things you want to look for is the ratio of walks to strikeouts. And that on Boyd's line is one-to-one. The Raiders have only two players with more walks than strikeouts. That's uh, J.T. Mabry and Boyd is, uh, is even Steven in that count. Check swing, and it's upstairs for ball one. So Boyd, 17 walks, 17 strikeouts on the season. Takes it high, ball two. Two and two. And the pitch. Swung on, hit deep into left center field, but the center fielder is going to have room. He'll make the catch out there, Du Bois. Get it back into the infield quickly. And that is out number one in the second and the third inning. Briggs Rudder will stand in. First home run of the season came in the first with two men on. And it was a shot to left field. There was no doubt about it. Throw to first, and the runner is back. Coker leads the Raiders in stolen base attempts with 13. He has swiped nine bases. Swinging a drive into right center. Going to be caught by the right fielder. That is uh, Milan, or Millen, as they say it here. That's out number two. And with two down, a runner at first, the batter is D.J. Wright. Hunter Cooley, the left-hander on the mound, delivers the pitch and a swing and a miss, strike one. Cooling seems to have settled down after that first inning when he was touched for five hits by the Raiders. The runner goes, pitches high, throw down to second, is in time. And Coker's thrown out trying to steal. That will be all in the third. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. 
We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. It's FAU 4, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the third inning in Boca Raton with FAU leading the Raiders 4-3. to three. All of the runs scored in the first inning. And each team's catcher with a three-run homer in that first inning. Patrick Johnson. No, it's not Patrick. I think we've had a pitching change here. This is Ollie Aikens coming on to pitch. So Johnson's day is over. And Ollie Aikens will take them out. Another freshman. Aikens got a start. Last weekend against Western Kentucky. First pitch to Hardigan is swung on and fouled. Hardigan, Shanuel, and Ross here in the bottom of the third inning. Yeah, Aiken started the Sunday game against Western, pitched three innings, allowed one run on three hits. Pitches outside, one ball and one strike. And the right-hander delivers. A breaking ball hit to first. DJ picks it up and tags the bag, and that is out number one. So Aikens gets the first batter he faces. And the batter is Shanuel. Aiken 6-1-150 out of Sweetwater, Tennessee, McMinn County High School. Breaking ball took a little off and a swing and a miss. Shanuel, 458 average. He is the player who hit the double play ball that the Raiders failed to catch in the first inning. Low and inside, one and one. Nine home runs, five doubles, two triples, nine home runs, 28 runs batted in already in 22 games for them. The 1-1 pitch outside, ball two. So Patrick Johnson goes two innings, 
allows four runs. I don't know how many they will score as earned. I think maybe one, but I'm not sure. But he gave up four runs total after that uh, error in the first inning. Pitches low inside, and that's ball four to Shanuel. He'll draw a one-out walk. First base on balls in this game. Runner at first, one out. The batter is the third baseman, Jackson Ross. Ross hit a deep fly ball to center field in the first inning to drive in a run. Shanuel stole a base in the first inning, so you got to keep an eye on him. Pitch the plate, and there for a strike called. Ollie Akins. Give you some numbers on him. After this next pitch, and throw to first instead. Aikens making his fourth appearance. He started two for the Raiders. He's pitched a total of nine innings, given up nine hits and three earned runs, three walks, nine strikeouts. Pitches a bit high. One ball, one strike. The count to Jackson Ross. He's a right-handed hitter, third baseman. 303 average on the year with seven home runs. This team can hit the ball. And hit it deep. Another throw to first and the runner back. It's 330 feet down each foul line here. 375 to the power alleys and 400 to straightaway center field. Fairly standard dimensions for the ballpark here in Boca. Fastball just missed. Ball two. Two and one. Pretty good looking pitch. Goldstein waiting to hit next. Shanuel takes a lead at first and a swing and a little tap foul. Got way out in front of that off-speed pitch. And it's two balls and two strikes. Akins with the pitch. Missed outside with a breaking ball. Three and two now. FAU leading 4-3. We are in the bottom of the third inning. The Raiders, by the way, have their camouflage jerseys on tonight with gray pants and the blue caps. Drive to left field, a base hit. Galloway will play it, get it back in. And runners at first and second with one out. Solid single to left by Ross. That will be the third hit for the Owls. Now it looks like they've changed the scoreboard. They did give an error to... 
the center fielder DuBose in that uh, Raider first inning that allowed D.J. Wright to go from second to third. So they've just now put that up. We'll make that change. Jerry Myers, the head coach and also the pitching coach for the Raiders, makes a visit to the mound to talk with his freshman pitcher. Got the first man on the ground out and then a walk and a base hit will bring up Goldstein, a left-handed hitter with two men on. Goldstein, a 337 hitter. He's hit four home runs. First and second, one out. Here's Aiken's pitch. Check swing and a strike called. Nothing in one. Florida Atlantic leads Conference USA with 31 home runs this season. Uh, actually, 32 now, counting uh, Pendleton's first inning four-bagger. Pitch skips up there and stopped by Rudder, one and one. Raiders, on the other hand, uh, with the home run by Rudder, have hit 19 this season. They'll fall right into the middle of the pack in uh, home runs in Conference USA. There's a fast strike on the outside corner. One and two. Both of these young freshman pitchers we have seen tonight have good live arms. A ball and two strikes and a throw to second, and Coker was not covering. Aikens went ahead and threw the ball back there anyway to Coker, who was 10 feet off the base. Count one and two. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Struck him out. Runner is stealing. Goes to third. The throw goes into left field, and another run will score. So on the strikeout, Goldstein goes down swinging. Shanuel was running on the pitch. Rudder's throw to third got past Jennings into left field. Shanuel comes in to score. And the batter is Pendleton. It is now 5-3. to three. Pendleton with that three-run homer in the first inning. On the play at uh, third base, Ross advanced to second. He's there. Pitch was ball one to Pendleton. Right-handed hitter. That home run in the first inning, his second of the season. Breaking ball did not break. It stayed up high for ball two. Two and oh. So another run here in the third inning, and that one will be unearned, I think, unless Pendleton gets a hit here. There's a letter high strike, two and one. Error charge to Rudder on the throw. So Samuel, I guess he'll get a stolen base and then Coming in to score on the throw that got past Jennings into left field. Ball hit in the air to left field. This one.
playable for Galloway, and he'll make the grab for out number three. That is all in the third. But the Owls pick up another run. There was a hit. There was an error. And there was one man left on base. So your totals after three innings for Florida Atlantic, five runs, three hits, one error. And for Middle Tennessee, three runs, six hits, two errors. It's five to three. The Owls lead it as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the fourth inning. The Raiders trailing 5-3. to three. Lightning's locker room is powered by textbook brokers. It's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. D.J. Wright will lead it off for the Raiders here in the fourth inning. And swings at the first pitch and skies it into right center field. Center fielder DeBall is over there, shallows up a bit, makes the catch. Four out number one. Right first pitch swinging, flies to center field. That will bring Jackson Galloway to the plate. Galloway singled in the right center in the first inning. Takes the pitch outside. Four ball one. Hunter Cooley survived a rough first inning and has settled down. There's a swing and a foul out of play. One ball, one strike to Galloway. Gabe Jennings is on deck. Pitch misses outside. Two and one. Swinging a foul. The right side out of play. That's up on the hill. They have a, uh, a berm or hill outside the retaining fence, both left and right field lines. There's strike three call. That's a good off-speed pitch, and Galloway knew it. That is strikeout number two for Cooley. And with two outs, the batter is Gabe Jennings. So a lot of folks have taken their positions out on the top of the hill on both, both down the right and left field lines watching the game and enjoying the 
cool breeze. Strike call to Jennings. Nothing and one. Gabe fly to center in the first inning. It was 78 degrees at game time here with a light breeze. There's the ball hit down the right field lines. It's going to fall. It will fall and rolling into the corner. Jennings on his way to second. He will pull in there with a stand-up double. Hit it right down the right field line, and the right fielder, Mellon, couldn't get there in time. It rolled over into foul territory. And for Gabe, that is his fourth double of the season. He's at second base with two outs. The batter is Luke Benson. Luke struck out in the second inning. The only left-handed batter in the Raider lineup against the left-hander, Hunter Cooley. And that one poked him on the backside. Benson hit by a pitch. We'll go down to first base, and that will bring the top of the batting order up. That's the first player that Cooley has. No, I'm sorry. That's the second player Cooley has hit. He hit Coker with a pitch in the first inning. Here's J.T. Mabry. Single in the first. Was erased as part of a double play, and then fly to left in the second inning. One for two. Extended his hitting streak to 17 straight games with that first inning single. Takes the pitch, throw back to second. The runner's back in there. Pendleton fired it down to second, trying to catch Jennings off the bag. One ball, no strikes to Mabry. Cooler steps off the rubber. I think JT's dad is here. I thought I saw him at practice last evening. His dad, of course, John Mabry, the former big leaguer and the former hitting coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. I think the Cardinals spring training headquarters are just down the road. One ball, no strikes, the count to Mabry. Runners first and second, two outs. Left-hander comes set and delivers, and a ball hit to third. Is it fair? It's a fair ball, and right on top of the base, third baseman Ross just scoops it up and steps on the base all in one movement to retire the side. So that's all for the Raiders in the fourth inning. No runs, a hit. And two men left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It is FAU 5, Middle Tennessee 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Now to the bottom of the fourth inning, Raiders trailing 5-3. to three. But the Blue Raiders did get a hit in the fourth inning, a double by Gabe Jennings. And uh, since that transpired, you can pick yourself up a uh, free single from Wendy's. The fourth inning is the Wendy's inning. You can text the word SINGLE to 83200 to receive your coupon for a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Ground ball to third, Jennings scoops and has plenty of time, throws to first in time. One pitch, one out. Here in the fourth inning, that was Millen grounding to Gabe Jennings. So be sure and redeem that coupon at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location of Wendy's. Text the word SINGLE to 83200. There is a strike call to Dalton Frank. Nothing and won the count. Frank was hit by a pitch in the second inning. That was by Patrick Johnson. Strike inside corner, nothing and two. Ollie Aikens on for his second inning of work. Gave up a, an unearned run in the third inning. Pitch almost hit him. A breaking ball. Had to dive out of the way. One ball and two strikes. Lights are on here at the FAU Park. Pitch comes high for ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Dalton Frank. Sophomore, right-handed hitter. Aikens pitch swung on, driven to center field, a base hit. A one-out single here in the fourth by Frank. That will be hit number two allowed by Aikens. And with one out, the batter is Jalen DeBose, the center fielder. DeBose bounced into a fielder's choice in the second inning. Jennings up on the edge of the grass at third. DeBose bunts the ball, foul, back to the backstop. So the Raiders had uh, anticipated that and brought Jennings in on the edge of the infield grass at third base. And he's still in there with one strike to count. Throw to first and the runner back. Five runs, four hits for the Owls. Three runs, seven hits for the Blue Raiders. We're in the fourth. Ball driven into left center. That's a base hit. Benson over quickly and has trouble coming up with it. 
Finally, Galloway picks it up. They're going to send the runner in from third, and he'll score. And that's going to make it 6-3. to three. Frank with good speed. As soon as he saw Benson fail to pick that ball up cleanly, he headed for home plate. And that's going to have to be another error on the Raiders, their third of the game. It also allowed DuBose to go to second base after his base hit. And the batter will be Albert. So it is now a 6-3 to three game. DuBose the runner at second with one out. And a strike called at the knees to Armando Albert. Singled and scored in the first, grounded out in the second. One for two. Akins throws to second, but the runner back. So Akins has not had the best support from his defense in the two innings that he's worked. Gave up an unearned run in the third. Another run scored on an error here in the fourth. And the pitch. Swung on, driven to center field, a base hit. Another run's going to score, and it's 7-3. to three. DeBose comes in to score from second. And he was at second because of the miscue in center field. So give it RBI to Albert. Picks up his second hit of the game. Sit number three off Aikens. Run number two. And the batter is Hardigan, the DH. He lined out in the first. Grounded to first in the third. 0 for 2. Aikens out of the stretch, delivers low and inside, and a good pickup by Rudder. Ball one to Mitchell Hardigan. He's a fifth-year player. He has hit 300 or better every year but last year and has a 3.06 career average here at FAU. So he's dangerous. Standing in from the left side, checked to swing and fouled it back to the screen. Count will go to one and one on Hardigan. This season to date hitting 2.86 with a home run and 15 runs driven in. FAU leading 7-3. We are in the fourth. Pitch the plate. Grounded to Mabry. He will go to second out there. Throw to first. And that is out number three. That is a 4-6-3 double play. Raiders second double play of the evening. So in the inning, two runs on two hits. There was an error. And with the double play, nobody left. We've completed four full innings in Boca Raton. It is 7-3 FAU on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders trailing 7-3 as we go to the fifth inning. The Raiders have had plenty of opportunities. Got three in the top of the first and left two runners in scoring position as they picked up five hits off the starter Cooley, but FAU came back with four in their half of the first inning. And then as they've added a single run in the third and two more in the fourth for a 7-3 lead. Raiders have used two freshman pitchers here in the first four innings. Patrick Johnson went two innings, gave up the uh, four runs on only two hits. There is a strike called. Gino Avros leading off the fifth inning for the Raiders. Avros 0 for 2 and into a double play in the first, struck out in the second. Right-handed batter. Cooley's pitch outside for a ball, 1-1. One one. Gino, not a big guy. He's uh, listed at 5'7", 175. Native of Clarksville and Came over from Austin P. Pitches outside, and it's two and two. He'll be followed by Coker and Boyd. All three is high. Three balls and two strikes. Cooley is not liable to walk anybody. He's walked one batter this season. And let's see, he's pitched four innings tonight, 35. One batter in 35 innings coming into this game. 3-2 pitch, low and inside. <laughs> we just talked him into a walk. So Abros draws a base on balls, only the second batter that Cooley has walked this season. Sometimes the old broadcaster's jinx works, and sometimes it doesn't. Runner at first, nobody out for Brett Coker. He's been hit by a pitch and single and drives this one past the shortstop in the left field for a base hit. So the Raiders, with back-to-back base runners to open the fifth inning, have them at first and second with nobody out and the batter, Jeremiah Boyd. We could use a long ball from Boyd. 
He has hit four this season. Takes the pitch low and inside for ball one. Boyd's last home run was against Toledo back on the 5th of March. Drives this one down the left field line. Get down. It's down, and a run will score. Abro's coming in to score. They'll hold him at second and third as Boyd drives in one with a double down the left field line. Abro's came in to score, and it is a... Seven to four game. Boyd's second double of the season and 18th run batted in. Runners second and third, nobody out. And the pitch is inside to Briggs Rudder. Rudder got the Raiders off to a good start with a three run homer, his first of the season. Came in the top of the first inning. And hits this one foul down the third base side. One ball, one strike. Briggs, a junior. Came in as a freshman and impressed in the middle of the season. And actually uh, took over the catcher's position in the middle of his freshman year. Fouls this pitch out of play and it's one and two. He's been alternating with Vitato, who started on Tuesday at Tech. There's another foul out of play. Count holding at a ball and two strikes to Briggs Rudder. And pitch the plate. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. I think that was foul tipped back into the catcher's mid. It was. That'll go as a strikeout and out number one in the inning. Third strikeout for Cooley. And the batter is D.J. Wright. Wright has singled and plied to center. I want to say a big thank you to my friends, uh, Bob Jamison, Chip Walters, and Dwayne Hickey for kind of picking up the slack while I was away with basketball. And they're going to go ahead and put uh, put right on to load the bases. That's going to be an intentional walk. Second by Cooley in the inning, and the bases are loaded with one out for Jackson Galloway. Jackson has singled and struck out. And he lines with the right field to base hit. Rounding third, but being held there is Boyd. Right fielder Mellon made a good reaction to that hit and got it into the infield quickly. But the Raiders... Now have loaded them up. On the hit by Galloway. There's a ball by hit by Jennings into shallow right center. Right fielder coming on will make the catch. 
And that will be out number two. Seven to five. And the base is loaded two outs for Luke Benson. Lefty against lefty. Pitches outside. One ball, no strikes. Benson has struck out and been hit by a pitch. Strike at the knees, and it's one and one. You can see how Cooley would be very effective against teams with a lot of left-handed bats. The pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Same spot, one and two. Raiders have scored two here in the fifth. That's a seven to five game. And the pitch. Bounce to the right side, charging Frank, the second baseman, over to first in time. And that will retire the side, but the Raiders pick up two runs in the inning on one, two, three hits. They leave three men on base. So we are halfway home in this game. After four and a half, it is FAU 7, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. And the Raiders have made another pitching change. We'll have right-hander Justin Lee coming in. So Patrick Johnson goes two. Ollie Akins goes two. And Lee will be coming on out of the bullpen, the right-hander, making his eighth appearance. He is 2-0 with a 4.15 earned run average. He has made one start, 
this season. Has pitched 17 in the third innings, allowed 18 hits, 15 runs, but only eight of those were earned. He's walked five and struck out 11. He's given up four home runs, and opponents hitting 254 against Justin Lee. And this is a 7-5 to five game, as it will be Shanuel leading off. First pitch is a strike call. This one high and outside. One ball and one strike. Lee pitched three innings uh, against Western Kentucky on Sunday, allowed one run, but no hits. He did walk a couple. There is strike two. One and two to Shanuel, the big left-handed hitting first baseman. He's been up twice and has scored twice. Been safe on an error and walked. Pitch low, four, ball two. Two and two. Shanuel, Ross, and Goldstein, three, four, five hitters facing Lee here in the fifth inning. And the pitch swung on, popped foul. That'll be out of play. Justin Lee, 6'2", 205. And he, like his two predecessors on the mound, a freshman from Mount Juliet. So it's a freshman night for the Raiders pitching staff. 2-2 the count. Outside ball three. And that will fill it up against Chanuel. Lights are taking effect here at, uh, at the ballpark. And the 3-2 pitch way outside ball four. And Samuel has a leadoff walk. That is the second walk allowed by Blue Raider pitchers. Akins walked one in his two innings. The batter is Ross, the third baseman. Cleanup hitter had a sack fly in the first inning and a base hit in the third. And Lee's pitch is a good slider in for a strike, nothing in one. Raider infield has pulled a couple of double plays in this game. Would like to see another one here. The pitch goes outside. One ball and one strike. Some of these pitchers, and I think perhaps all of them who've pitched tonight, I'm seeing for the first time, and I've been very impressed with their the fact that they all have good live arms, good fastballs. That one fouled out of play back Behind us here, and it's one and two. A ball and two strikes to Jackson Ross. Pitches outside. Good stop by Rudder. Had to backhand it. Two and two.
So Justin Lee making his eighth appearance. He leads the Blue Raider pitching staff in number of appearances. Throw over to first and the runner back. Shanuel has stolen two bases and they've each been involved in the scoring. So not only is uh, that uh, big first baseman a slugger, he's also a base stealer. 2-2 pitch, hit into center field. Vincent moving over a few steps to his right, comes in and makes the catch for out number one. Ross retired on a fly ball to Luke Vincent. And the batter will be Dylan Goldstein, the left fielder. A left-handed hitter was hit by a pitch in the first inning, struck out in the third. Takes a pitch just low for ball one. Justin Lee out of Mount Juliet. A fastball missed outside. Trying to catch that outside corner of the plate. Just missed it. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch. Ground foul, fast first. First base coach down there tried to make a leaping stab. And he'll get charged with an error by his teammates on the bench, I'm sure. FAU in the first base dugout here, and the Raiders in the third base, down the third base side here at FAU Stadium. Two balls, one strike, another throw over to first, and the runner back. Pendleton, the catcher, waiting to hit next. Left-handed hitter digs in. The 2-1 pitch right in there. Good fastball. 2-2. Two two. Raider infield looks for two. They pulled a couple of double plays and had a chance for another one, but that one didn't happen, and it cost them some runs. Ball in the dirt. Rudder picks it up, throws to first, and the runner back. Count will go full. This will be the second full count in three batters for Justin Lee. The pitch. Ground foul pass first. Raiders play this left-hand hitter to pull as uh, they have Coker. Shaded toward the bag at second. And Mabry playing in the hole, although they are not shifting on him. Playing a fairly standard double play depth for a left-handed hitter. The pitch. Drilled in the right field. Almost hit the runner. Ambrose picks it up, gets it back in quickly, and runners will be at first and second. 
with one out. That's the first hit allowed by Justin Lee. That will bring Pendleton to the plate, the catcher, with a three-run homer in the first inning and a fly ball to left field in the third. First and second, one out. Lee checks the runner, and the pitch is inside for ball one. Two teams come back here tomorrow for a 3 o'clock game. And the pitch. Strike at the letters. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to one ball and two strikes. I was checking the game time. It is 3 o'clock Murfreesboro time. It'll be 4 o'clock here, but 3 o'clock Murfreesboro time, so we'll be on there at 2.45 tomorrow. One ball, two strikes on Pendleton. Lee checks the runner and delivers, swinging a foul out of play. There's a decent crowd here tonight. If everybody on both of those hills out in left and right field were in the seats here, we would have a uh, fairly good crowd in the grandstand. Pitches outside, two and two as it is. Good crowd overall. Two balls, two strikes to Pendleton. Lee with the pitch, ground ball to short. Double play ball, out at second. Throw to first, plenty of time. That is a 6-4-3 double play and the third Blue Raider double play of the game. So that's going to retire the side in the fifth with no runs. One hit and a man left. We have completed five full innings. It is FAU 7, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS.
We go to the sixth inning, and we've got a new pitcher out there for FAU. We'll find this young man on the uh, pitcher's list here. Like number 16, Robert Wedgelink. So Wedgelink will come in. Cooley is done after five innings. Wedgelink is a right hander. He'll face JT Mabry to lead off the sixth inning and the first pitch. A strike called. Uh, Mabry apparently did not check his swing in time as the pitch was appeared to be low and outside. One strike to count. Strike two called. Over the outer portion of the plate, 0 and 2. Wedgling making his 10th appearance. That is uh, second on the FAU staff and swinging a miss, strike three. Magri struck out on a bad pitch. One out in the sixth inning. Wedgelink carries an earned run average of 5.73, making his 10th appearance. 11 innings, he's allowed 10 hits, seven earned runs, and the first pitch outside to Averos for ball one. Breaking ball caught the plate. One and one to Averos. Robert Wedgelink. The right-hander delivers. Low and outside. Two and one. Coker and Boyd to follow. That one's outside and skips past the catcher. Back to the backstop. Three balls and a strike. In uh, 11 innings, he has walked eight, struck out 16. And he struck out Mabry to open this sixth inning. And the pitch. Fast strike. Three and two. Full count to Averos, who has walked and struck out and walked again. So he draws a base on balls. He's at first base with one out for Brett Coker. Wedgelink made 22 appearances a year ago and had seven saves for the Owls. First pitch to Coker, low and outside for ball one. Seven to five, the Raiders trail here in the sixth inning. Right-hander comes set, and Coker takes a fast strike, one and one. 
the pitch. High for a ball. Two balls and a strike. This guy's throwing harder than anybody we've seen tonight. He is bringing it. Wedge link listed at six feet, 185. Swing and a miss. Coker couldn't catch up with the fastball. It's two balls and two strikes. Wedge link is out of Fort Myers, Florida. Junior college transfer. Here's the 2-2 and a bouncing ball down the side. Fair ball rolling into left field. And Coker with a good piece of hitting there, bounced it over the third baseman's head, down the left field line for his third hit of the game. So runners are at first and second with one out. And the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Hit number one given up by Wedgelink. So Abros at second, Coker at first. The pitch low and inside to Boyd, ball one. Jeremiah singled in the first. He doubled in the fifth. Had a fly ball out in between. One ball, no strikes. Right-hander comes set and delivers. Good breaking ball in for a strike, one and one. Briggs Rudder waiting to hit next. Raiders are 11 and 9 on the season. They're 2 and 1 in Conference USA. FAU looking for their first conference win. There's a ball fouled out of play to the right. One ball, two strikes to Boyd. Well, he's been a welcome addition to this team. Big fella can swing the bat, and he has done it consistently. 357 average, 17 RBIs. Boyd out of Harrisburg, North Carolina. Played his college baseball at Presbyterian in South Carolina. It's a ball chopped in the left field. A base hit. They're going to hold the bases loaded. That ball was not hit sharply. It's almost the same type hit that Coker had. It just bounced over the third baseman into shallow left field. So the bases are loaded with one out, and the batter is Briggs Rudder. Had a three-run homer in the first, flied out in the third, struck out in the fifth. Raiders now have 12 hits on the evening, and Still trail by two. Pitch outside, ball one to Rudder. D.J. Wright waiting to hit next. It is seven to five, FAU. Raiders batting in the sixth with the bases loaded. Wedgelink with the pitch, swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Briggs out of Columbia. Played high school ball for Zion Christian Academy. 
Swing and a little tap foul down the first base side. And the count goes to one and two. Jason Steen coaching third base. Mark DeLua at first. They've been fairly busy tonight. Here's the one-two. Check swing outside. Two balls and two strikes. Outfield playing rudder to hit late. The center fielder swung over into right center field a few feet. And the count is two and two. Check swing, and the first base umpire rings him up. So Rudder strikes out for out number two. There have been two strikeouts in the inning. A walk and two hits. So D.J. Wright will bring uh, his bat up to the plate, hoping to do a little damage. We're going to have a conference on the mound. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Farmer with you from Boca Raton as the Raiders try to catch up with the Owls here in the sixth inning. Bases are loaded. Two outs. Pitching coach Jordan Tabakman with a chat with his pitcher. And the pitch is a ball to D.J. Wright. Wedgelink with a one-ball pitch. Outside ball two. I don't think the pitching coach told him to get behind 2-0 and oh to this hitter. DJ's going to be sitting on that fastball. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch to the plate is a strike at the knees. It was a good fastball. Not exactly where DJ wanted it. It was right at the knees. So the count goes to two and one to the Raider first baseman. As Wedgelink working with the bases loaded here in the sixth. Swing and a bouncing ball. Foul. Pass first. First baseman Shanuel grabbed it a few feet into foul ground, and that will make it two and two. New baseball coming for the pitcher Wedgeling. Two balls and two strikes to D.J. Wright. D.J. one out of two in the game with a base on balls. And way outside in the dirt and a good stop there by the catcher Pendleton. Saved him a wild pitch and a run. And now the bases are loaded with a 3-2 count. Raiders have Averos 
at third, Coker at second, and Boyd at first. And they'll be off with the pitch. 3-2 bases loaded. There they go. Ground and a foul straight back. And I flinched a little on that one. So did that guy down below. <laughs> Three rows down from me. Foul straight back to the screen. Had a good cut. Right-hander comes set. Runners lead. The runners go. And a foul straight back to the screen. Wedgelik is coming hard. Fastball. Has done it for the, these last two pitches with the bases loaded. And DJ's sitting on it. And something's got to give. Three balls, two strikes. Bases loaded. Raiders two runs down. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul out of play. Three straight fouled off on three and two by D.J. Wright. Outfield playing him to hit late against this fastball pitcher just as they played Rudder when he was up there. Wedgelink comes set again. 3-2 in there for a strike, and D.J. fooled on the pitch, called out on strikes. He threw him a 3-2 breaking ball, and Wright was looking fastball, and that's going to be all for the Raiders in the sixth. No runs, two hits, and three men left on. The Raiders have left the bases loaded for the last two innings and trail in the game. After five and a half, it is FAU seven. Middle t after six and a half, it is FAU seven. Middle Tennessee five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom half of the sixth inning here with Florida Atlantic leading seven to five. Seven runs, seven hits, and one error for the Owls. Five runs, 12 hits, three errors for the Blue Raiders. And the first pitch. In for a strike to Jake Mellon. 
Millen has slid to center and grounded out. He is 0 for 2. Pitch comes outside. 1 and 1. Justin Lee came in, pitched a scoreless fifth inning with the help of a double play. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Missed outside for ball 2, 2 and 1. Mellon, Frank, and DeBose, the bottom three in the order for Florida Atlantic. Scheduled here in the sixth inning. Lee's pitch is outside, ball three. Three and one. He walked the leadoff man in the fifth. First batter he faced in the game. And a ground ball to the right side. One big hop. J.T. Mabry plays it over to first. Four out number one. So Millen grounds out second to first. And the batter is Dalton Frank. He has been hit by a pitch and singled. Scored a run. Been on base both times. Right-handed batter. He is the Owl second baseman. Pitch just low for ball one to Frank. One out of the sixth. Inside, brushed him back a little bit. Two balls and no strikes. Now the Raiders tonight have wasted a lot of opportunities leaving men on base. There's a strike call, two and one. They have left the bases loaded in each of the last two innings. Have left 10 men stranded in six innings. Fouled out of play, and it's two and two. In the first inning, when they scored three, they left two runners in scoring position, second and third. And left two more stranded in the fourth, three in the fifth, and three in the sixth. That's going to come back to haunt you. Pitch is high ball three, three and two. Justin Lee with the three-two pitch swung on and popped up. Left side of the infield, Gabe Jennings at third will grab it. Four out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth, and the batter is DeBose, the number nine hitter. Their center fielder has a single and two trips. Only hitting 217 coming into the game. Takes the pitch high for ball one. DeBose coming off a year last year where he hit over 300 at 333. Bunch this one foul, and it's one and one. And also hit 18 home runs last year. And now he's batting ninth and hitting 217 with no home runs. One ball, one strike. Justin Lee trying for a 1-2-3 inning. And ball hit up the middle. Mabry backhands it. 
and stops, throws to first, and gets his man. Good play by J.T. Mabry, who picks up a couple of assists in the sixth inning. Nothing across, and that is our first perfect inning of the game as the Owls go down one, two, three in the six. Here are your totals after six innings. FAU, seven runs, seven hits, one error. Middle Tennessee, five runs, 12 hits, three errors. The Owls lead it seven to five as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we've got another pitching change for FAU. Trying to catch a number on this pitcher. I think it's 42 it is. So we'll find him for you. Another left-hander in for the Owls. They started with a left-hander. Went to the right-hander, Wedgelink, who pitched only one inning at the Raiders. Loaded the bases on him before he... Struck out D.J. Wright to end the inning. And a ball line right back to the pitcher. Knocks it down, throws to first. That was Galloway on the first pitch. Hit it right back to the pitcher who is hurt. I hope he was able to get his glove up. He is he is injured on that play. I think, I think it hit him. In the maybe the forearm, I'm not sure. So they will uh, take some time to check on their left-hander, who is Sam Trumpelter. First pitch he threw, Galloway hit it right back up the middle, and he got something. But I don't think it was his glove. Uh, He got something on it to stop it. Picked it up and threw to first. I think he's going to stay in there. Boy, that is a scary thing.
Drumheller, D-R-U-M-H-E-L-L-E-R. Drumheller making his 12th appearance. And they're going to let him throw a few pitches. See if he can continue. Drumheller has seen more work than anybody on the staff of FAU coming out of the bullpen. A 1.38 earned run average, 13 innings, 10 hits. Has allowed only two earned runs. He's walked five, struck out six, and he's going to stay in there. So with one out, the batter is Gabe Jennings. Jennings has a double in three trips. And hits this one in the left field and right at the left fielder, Goldstein, who will make the catch. That was a line drive, but right at the left fielder. Made the catch coming in, and it's two up and two down in the seventh. And the batter will be Luke Vinson. The left-handers pitch in for a strike, nothing and one. So Drumheller recovers from that uh, scary shot that Galloway hit. And there's ball one, one and one to Vinson. He recovered to come back and get Jennings. And now the pitch is swung on and hit down the left field line. It's going to be a foul ball. Can anybody get there? And the answer to that is no. It clears that retaining fence down the left field line. And one of the kids who was up on the hill is going to get himself a souvenir. One ball, two strikes. Base is empty, two outs in the seventh, and the Raiders trailing seven to five. Left-hander will pitch out of the stretch. And a ball hit past the third baseman into left field for a base hit. Benson takes the turn and returns to first, and the Raiders have a base runner here in the seventh as Luke Benson gets his first hit of the ball game. Sharp single to left just past the third baseman, Ross. And with two outs, J.T. Mabry will step in. Mabry takes a cut, hits this one in the left field, and that is going to be taken by Goldstein for out number three. Mabry, after the first pitch, flies to left. That's all for the Raiders in the seventh. No runs a hit, one left. Seventh inning stretch time here in Boca with a score, FAU 7, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Raiders have made another pitching change as we go to the bottom half of the seventh inning. Brad Baranek will come in to take over the pitching duties. We'll give you some numbers on him. He will face the top of the batting order. Albert, Hardigan, and Samuel. All left-handed hitters. Baranek, and he bunts, picked up by Mabry, and the throw is late to first base. That's a bunt single for Albert. Popped it in the air, and Mabry came charging, but this guy's got a lot of speed and no way to get him at first base. That was a good bunt for a hit by Armando Albert. He's at first with nobody out. Baranek making his sixth appearance. Pitches, and it's outside for ball one. Fourth pitcher and the fourth freshman pitcher we have seen tonight for the Raiders. Baranek one and one with a 3.57 earned run average. Pitch low and inside. And the count is 2-0. and oh. Bryant has pitched 17 and two-thirds innings, allowed 15 hits, seven earned runs. He's walked seven, struck out 13. Out of the stretch. And a ground ball up the middle. Stopped by Coker. Can he make a play? Safe at second. Tried to get the ball to Mabry as he dove on the ground behind second base, and the runner beat the throw. That was a good stop by Coker. I thought that ball was going to go through into center field. It will go as a hit for Hardigan. First and second, nobody out. And here is Samuel, and you got to be careful with this big guy. 
he is due. Although the Raiders have walked him twice tonight. Pitch in the dirt, blocked out in front of the plate by Rudder. He was safe on the error by Coker in the first inning. That was on a potential double play ball, and then walked and scored in the third, walked again in the fifth. And he's also stolen two bases. He is the league's leading hitter. The pitch bounces up there, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Samuel hitting 458 coming in. Also leads the league with nine home runs. Very imposing left-handed hitter and grounds this one through. Oh, Mabry, great stop. Gets up, throws to first in time. I started to say through the infield into right field, but JT Mabry proved me uh, wrong as he went to his knees to stop that bid for a base hit by Samuel, and he is retired for the first time in the game. Mabry to right. The two runners each move up a base, so now runners at second and third, one out. The Raiders are going to bring the infield in for Jackson Ross, the hitter, who is one for two with a sacrifice fly. Pitch low and blocked by Rudder. One ball, no strikes. So Albert over third and Hardigan at second. One out. Raiders trailing seven to five. Cannot afford to get too far behind as we're getting late into the game. D.J. Wright has actually pulled up on the grass at first, and now the Raiders are going to go ahead and walk Ross intentionally to load the bases. So the double play set up with the bases loaded and one out, and the batter Goldstein has a single. He has struck out, and he has been hit by a pitch. Left-handed hitter, Dylan Goldstein. Stands up there, open stance, check swing on the first pitch. It's in for a strike. No balls, one strike. Bases are loaded with one out here in the seventh. Outfield just about straight away for this left-handed hitter. Baranek with a pitch. Missed outside. One and one. Glad to have you listening tonight, wherever you might be. On our flagship station, <clears throat> Blue Raider Network, the Varsity Network, or GoBlueRaiders.com. Swing and a miss. He had a big cut, had a home run cut, and came up empty. One ball and two strikes to Goldstein. Coker playing almost behind the second base bag to this left-handed batter. Pitches low. Two and two. 
With the bases loaded, Baranek comes set. And a ball grounded up the middle. Coker's got it, lost it. Picks it up, throws to first late. That was a double play ball. Coker got in a hurry and couldn't handle it. That's another error for the Blue Raiders. The run scores from third to make it eight to five. Bases remain loaded with one out. And Pendleton the batter. Fourth era for the Blue Raiders. Baranek's pitch in the dirt, ball one. Well, these freshman pitchers have deserved a better outing than they've had tonight. Raiders have made four errors behind them. That's the second double play ball that the Raiders have not been able to convert. Swing and a miss, one and one to Pendleton. He has a home run and three trips. He hit into a double play in the fifth. Eight to five, FAU leading. Pitch is a fast strike at the letters. One and two. Right-hander comes set. Ball hit deep to left field. And that one is gone. That is a grand slam home run for Pendleton. His second of the game. That will give that young man seven RBIs in this game. Caleb Pendleton. Had had one home run in 22 games coming into tonight. And that is his second tonight, and it is a killer. Here is Mellon takes the first pitch for ball one. There's a strike, one and one. Mellon 0 for 3. Mesa's empty, one out. Outside ball, two. Two and one for Baratic. That is the third home run he has allowed this season. And probably should have been out of the inning. Ball hit to left field. Galloway back and under it. Has it for out number two. 12 to 5. The Raiders trailing here in the seventh. Here's Dalton Frank, the second baseman.
Maddox pitch, breaking ball, and for a strike, nothing and one. There's a ball outside. One ball, one strike to Frank. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Hit to right field. Very high. Going to be a foul ball. Avros gives chase, but it's out of play. Got it up in that breeze, which is blowing out to right. In fact, the uh, palm trees here behind the left field fence and uh, behind the grandstand are fluttering in the breeze. One and two the count. Swing and a miss. Struck him out swinging. And that'll do it in the seventh inning. But not before the Owls come up with five runs. One, two. Three hits. There was an error, and nobody left. So we have completed seven full innings. It is Florida Atlantic 12 and Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Got another pitching change for uh, the Owls. New pitcher is a right-hander, Braden Ostrander. This will be their fourth pitcher. Ostrander with a with no record making his seventh appearance. Four point seven six is his earned run average. Five and two thirds innings. He's allowed four hits, three runs, and has walked two, struck out five. Opponents hitting one ninety against this right-hander. Braden Ostrander. 6-2-205, a sophomore from Melbourne, Florida. That's where our good friend Tony Kessinger resides. He may be listening tonight. 
fact, I would almost wager on that. Just turned on my uh, text messages, and yes, he is tuning in. Just up the road in Melbourne. Ostrander, first pitch is a strike call to Gino Avros. Avros has walked his last two times at the plate. Before that, struck out and hit into a double play. Swings and fouls it straight back. And it is 0 and 2. Avros, Coker, and Boyd here in the eighth inning for the Raiders. Fastball's high. One ball, two strikes. Right-hander, you will pitch out of the stretch. And Avro swings and misses. Strike three. Down on strikes for the second time. One out, and the batter is Brett Coker. Three hits in the game. He's been hit by a pitch. And the right-hander kicks and fires on a shot to the right side. Second baseman knocks it down, cannot make a play. That will be Coker's fourth hit. He's at first with one out, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd, three for four. Singled in the first, singled and scored in the first. Flight out in the third. Doubled in the fifth inning and singled in the sixth. Takes a strike at the knees. One strike. 12 to 5. Swing and a miss. He had a home run cut. Two strikes the count to Boyd. The grad transfer from Presbyterian College. Swing and a foul out of play. Count holding at 0-2. The Raiders were right in this game until the bottom of the seventh inning when the fourth era of the game on a potential double play ball allowed the inning to continue and a grand slam home run by the catcher Pendleton was the big blow. Here's the, well, the pitcher backs off. Now resets. And the pitch. Swing and a foul at the plate. Got holes at 0 and 2. Raiders have used four pitchers in the game tonight, all freshmen. 
And they haven't had the best of support. Swing and a foul out of play. It's going to be interesting to see how many earned runs are credited to, to the FAU offense tonight. The Raiders have given up 12, but not all of them have been earned. There's a ball, and it's one and two to Boyd. I know of two double play balls that have been uh, mishandled, and there's also been a error, an error in the outfield which allowed uh, a runner to get in scoring position and another outfield error which allowed a runner to score, or that was uh, rather an, a throwing error by the catcher allowed a runner to score, so official score is going to be busy getting all these totals together. Here's the pitch to Boyd. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. Went after an outside fastball. That is out number two and strikeout number two in the inning for Ostrander. The batter is Briggs Rudder. Raider catcher has fanned twice after hitting that three-run homer in the first inning and takes strike one. Nothing and one to Rudder. There's the ball hit to right field. That's going to get in for a hit. Rounding. Second on his way to third is Coker, and the Raiders have him at first and third with two outs. Rudder with his second hit of the game, a single to right field. D.J. Wright, the batter, has had a base hit. That came in the first inning. He has since flied out, been intentionally walked, and struck out. Struck out with the bases loaded in the sixth. Ostrander's pitch is a fastball in for a strike. Letter high. Nothing in one. Swing and a foul. The screen just caught that. Nothing and two. Raiders have out-hit the Owls 15-10, to 10, but uh, in this game they pay off in runs. And it's 12-5 to 5 FAU. Swung on a miss, strike three, and Ostrander strikes out the side. For the Raiders, no runs, two hits, and two men left on. We will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is FAU 12, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. New pitcher on for the Raiders. He is right-hander Kota Sato. And he will become the fifth pitcher used by Coach Jerry Myers in the game. Sato comes in making his sixth appearance. He is 0-1 with a 9.22 earned run average, 13 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 17 hits, 14 runs, all earned, and walked five, struck out nine. Opponents hitting 298 against Sato. A new member of the Raiders this season, Kota from Yamagata, Japan, out of Edmonds Community College, six feet, 175. He is a sophomore. So coming in after one year of junior college pitching. And we'll take over here for Bryant Baranek, who was the victim of some non-support in the seventh inning. DeBose will lead it off. He uh, has a hit in three trips tonight. Well, at least we got a hit in the fourth inning for your Wendy's uh, coupon. We'll tell you more about that after the game. And the pitch to the plate is a strike called to DeBose, nothing in one. The FAU center fielder has a single in three trips. Swung on, hit right back to the mound. Pitcher's going to throw it over to first, but I think that was a foul ball. I think it went off the batter. Kato threw it over there, uh, or Sato. Kota threw it over there anyway. And the count is going to be two strikes. Coach Myers out of the dugout. He's not really sure that ball hit the batter, I I think. But uh, I think he's asking the home plate umpire to check with the third base umpire to see if uh, if they are in agreement on that. But it's going to hold at two strikes to DeBose. Saito ready to pitch again. And it's outside in the dirt, stopped by Rudder. One and two.
swung on and fouled down the third base side. Catrell hold out a ball and two strikes to Jalen DeBose, junior center fielder for the Owls. And the pitch. Ground ball to short. Coker charges. Can't come up with it. We'll have to wait and check the scoring on that. I thought he had a chance for a play at first if he had picked it up cleanly, but they're going to charge him with an arrow. So that will be an E6. It's going to be Brett's third arrow of the game. He's just not having a good game with the glove, having an excellent game with the bat. He's four for four. There's a ball drilled to center and a base hit by Albert. And runners quickly at first and second with no outs here in the eighth inning. That's the 11th hit for FAU, but they've already put 12 runs on the board. Here is Hardigan. As a single in four tripped, left-handed hitter, swings and misses at the first offering from Kota Sato. Out of the stretch, pitches outside, and it's one and one. top of the hour here. Need to get you a station break in. We'll do that after this pitch. Outside, ball two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you on the opening night of this three-game series. Swing and a miss by Hardigan. Evens the count at two and two. The Owls leading 12 to five as we play in the bottom of the eighth inning. Looking ahead to the ninth, the Raiders will have the seven, eight, nine hitters coming up. There's a ball popped down the left field line. Going to be a foul ball. Jennings over. He will have room and makes the play for out number one. Hardigan fouls out to Jennings at third. And with one out, the batter is Samuel. Samuel has... Been on base three times and is grounded out. And Mabry robbed him of a hit his last time up. Low and outside, ball one. Sato checks the runners and the pitch low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Samuel. 
Breaking ball caught the outside corner. Two and one the count. Jackson Ross waiting to hit next. Samuel, big, strong first baseman, holds that bat high in the air as the pitch comes, and it is outside ball three. Three and one. Runners lead at first and second. Ground foul, pass first. That will fill the count up at three and two. Three thirty down each line here. Four hundred to straightaway center field, and both teams have peppered the outfield with base hits in this game. As a swing and a foul, count holes at three and two. 15 hits for the Raiders, 11 for the Owls. Total of 17 runs in the game. Here's the pitch. Popped up. Coker on the outfield grass. That should be an infield fly, and it is called by the base umpire. Coker with the grab, and that is out number two. The batter is Jackson Ross, the third baseman. He's their cleanup hitter. Has one hit, has flied out, has hit a sacrifice fly, and has been intentionally walked. Here's Sato with the pitch. Got a good breaking ball right in there for a strike. Nothing in one. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed. 0-2 the count to Jackson Ross. Raiders in the ninth. Galloway, Jennings, and Benson are the scheduled hitters. Pitch misses high for ball one. One and two. We've gone over. Well, let's see. We started at 6, 6.31, I think, was what we said the starting time was. There's a ball hit foul down the left side, so not quite a three-hour game yet. One ball, two strikes. Kota Sato, the fifth Blue Raider pitcher of this game. Ground ball in the hole, a base hit to left. Here comes the runner around third. He's going to score. Throw comes back in, and it is 13-5. Ross drives in a run with a single to left. DeBose coming in to score.
It is 13-5 now with runners at first and second. Still two outs. Better is Goldstein. Strong left-handed hitter. Takes a cut at the first pitch and fouls it off. Strike one. One strike to count. Here's the pitch. Low and stopped by Rudder. Ball one. One and one. Pendleton waiting to hit next. I don't think we want to see him again. He has hit two home runs. The last one a grand slam. There's a pitch inside. Ball two. Two and one. Yeah, let's don't pitch to him again with the bases loaded. Two balls and a strike. Ball three is outside. Three and one. One more outside the strike zone, and we will pitch to him again with the bases loaded. And ball four is wide. And that is the first walk allowed by Sato. And the batter will be Pendleton, who has two home runs and seven runs batted in in this game. Three-run homer in the first, a grand slam in the seventh. In between, he is slide out and hit into a double play. Oh, two outs, bases loaded. And Sato's pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Same two teams tomorrow, 3 o'clock, Murfreesboro time. For first pitch, 245 for our pregame show. Ball is in the dirt. Rudder scampers after it. And it's one and one. Jaden Ham, who has started uh, all the Friday night games for the Raiders until tonight, will be the starting pitcher tomorrow. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch, and hit deep to left. Galloway, a long run in the corner, will make the grab for out number three. So Pendleton's bid for a third home run is denied. And the Owls come up with one run on one, two hits. There was an error, and three men left on base. We'll go to the ninth inning. It is Florida Atlantic 13, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And wouldn't you know it, we've got another new pitcher in the game. For FAU, his name is Tyler Murray. I'm sorry, it's Murphy. The light out here in the bleachers is not too good for reading small print. Murphy, a right-hander making his eighth appearance. 3.00 is his earned run average. 12 innings, he's allowed eight hits and four earned runs. He's walked eight, struck out 15. Opponents hitting 182 against this right-hander, Murphy. 61190 a freshman from Stewart, Florida. And Jackson Galloway will lead it off for the Raiders in the ninth. Jackson tonight with two hits and four trips. 13 to 5, FAU leading, trying to take the first game of this three-game series. Here's Murphy's. Pitch and it's foul back out of play. Strike one. FAU has won 12 of the last 13 against Middle Tennessee. They're trying to make it 13 out of 14. Pitch comes high for ball one. Last Blue Raider win, I think, was in 2018. And we haven't played them in a series since the 2019 season. Swing and a foul straight back for Galloway. It's one ball and two strikes. Jackson's average will inch back a little little bit uh, higher after this game as he got off to a very slow start this season. Swings and lines it to center field for a base hit. So that is the third hit for Jackson Galloway tonight. Solid single to center. Nothing wrong with the Blue Raider bats tonight. That's the 16th hit. But uh, the gloves, well, we can't say that much about the Raider defense because it's just been bad tonight. No other way to put it. 
Pinch runner at first. Bryce Similar will come on to run for Galloway. Here's Jennings, takes a strike called. Gabe looking for his second hit tonight, had a double back in the fourth inning. Swing and a miss, went after a high fastball and didn't get it. Two strikes the count. Similar, the pinch runner leading at first. And the pitch just high for ball one. One and two. We're in the ninth. The Raiders trail 13 to five. The pitch outside ball two. Two balls, two strikes. Murphy is the fifth pitcher used by the Owls tonight. Each team has used five pitchers in the game. Swing and a miss. And Jennings down on strikes. Murphy took a little bit off that pitch. One out. Batter is not Luke Vinson. It is Nagishi. Tatsumori Nagishi will bat for Benson here in the ninth. So Luke uh, has ended his night. There's a ball hit into center field. Center fielder DuBose is over. He'll make the grab for out number two. Started to say Benson ended his night with uh, one out of three. Nagishi on the first pitch flies to center, and with two outs, the batters, JT, well, it's not going to be JT. It's going to be Vitolo, Vitoto. Jared, a left-handed batter, will stand in and hit for Mabry. Redshirt freshman. From Gallatin, Jared Bitato takes the first pitch for ball one. Ball two is outside. Mabry tonight had a hit in five trips. Extended his hitting streak to 17 straight with a first inning single. There's a base hit to left field. Pinato singles to left in a pitch hitting roll. And with two outs, Similar, the base, the pinch runner advances to second. First and second, two outs. And the batter is going to be Averos. Looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3 with two walks. Brief meeting uh, at the mound with the catcher and pitcher. The, in fact, they have a new catcher in the game. 
number 20, who is, I don't have number 20, it must be 30, Hernandez, the new catcher. There is a strike called to Abros. Nothing and one. Two on and just one out here in the ninth. I'm sorry, two outs in the ninth. Pop foul back out of play and it's 0 and 2. Two strikes to Gino Abros. Trying to keep it going in the ninth. And the pitch. Struck him out swinging, and this ball game is over. In the ninth, the Raiders come up with no runs on two hits. Two men left on base. So we will uh, come back with our post-game show. We'll wrap it up for you at that time. But uh, needless to say, not a good night for... Blue Raider baseball here in Boca Raton, Florida. Final score, Florida Atlantic 13, Middle Tennessee 5. Stay with us now. Post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If 
If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb Associates. This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. And welcome in to our postgame show as the Raiders fall tonight to Florida Atlantic by a score of 13 to 5. 13 runs. 12 hits, one error, five men left for the Owls. Five runs, 17 hits, five errors, 15 left on base for Middle Tennessee. As uh, not uh, pretty figures tonight in the game, the Raiders got off to a good start in the first inning. After Coker was hit by a pitch, Jeremiah Boyd singled, and Briggs Rudder came up and drilled a three-run home run, his first of the season to give the Raiders a 3 to nothing lead. That was short-lived as FAU came back in the first inning and scored four runs. Their catcher, Pendleton, with a three-run homer. That was after a, a potential ground ball double play was not handled by the Raiders, and it opened the door for four runs as uh, FAU took the lead, and they never gave it up. They got another run in the third, two more in the fourth, the Raiders matched that with two in the fifth, but FAU came back in the seventh with a grand slam home run, and again, that was a another double play ball that was mishandled that led to that big inning uh, and led 12-5 to five and then added a, another run in the eighth inning for the final 13-5 to five as uh, the winning pitcher will be uh, Cooley. Their starter went five innings, allowed five runs on ten hits. The losing pitcher will be Patrick Johnson. Uh, The starter went two innings, allowed two hits, four runs, but none of those runs were earned. Uh, Aikens uh, pitched two innings, allowed four hits, three runs, but only one was earned. Baranek came in and pitched uh, an inning and allowed – uh, five runs, but four of those weren't. So the Raiders only gave up six earned runs tonight. Seven of their runs were unearned, and that's the story of the ball game in a nutshell. Thirteen to five. We're going to go ahead and uh, sign off here because uh, the team's getting ready to board the bus, and I don't want to have to walk back to the hotel. So uh, Jackson, uh, we'll go ahead and close it out here. And remind you that we'll be on the air tomorrow at 2.45 with our pregame show uh, from Boca Raton. Final score again tonight, FAU 13, Middle Tennessee 5. The Raiders now 11-10, and 2-2 two and two in the conference. FAU goes to 13-10. and 10. They are 1-3 in conference play. Thank you so much for joining us. Jackson Smith has been our 
studio producer tonight. We'll see you again tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball here on the Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.